shoot again. Oh, he just can't do it. You just cannot be that good. Harass Bradley's going to escape from Herrera. Bradley trying to chip on Joe, and he scores. Moves inside Ronaldo. USA, USA, culture. USA, USA, America. <laughs> Could you imagine if England fans just started singing England, England, England? Yeah, like, dude, UK, the, UK, dude. Yeah, that doesn't have the same ring. The freedom no. ring. <laughs> Pun intended. There, you know what I'm saying? Oh God. Anyway, welcome to Two Lads Football Podcast. This is our first episode of the podcast, and we're really glad you can join. Um, being an American football podcast, we figured that the first topic for today, um, for this episode, should be should be U.S. soccer and the U.S. men's national team and and uh, our uh, incredibly awful year that we've had so far. So um, I think we're very turbulent conversations yeah. surrounding the. Yeah. The stature of our yeah. national team. I feel like it's exactly like our uh, our political environment right now. Everybody has a say and everybody thinks they're right. And and there really is, you know, probably only and, yeah, one right and answer. they're wrong and we're exactly. right. Exactly. So, so you should so definitely listen to are, us. So. Um, because we're experts at but this. Disappointing, to say the least. But can you say you, you didn't expect it? No. I mean... Uh, when you watch, I mean, it, you would, if you were from a different country, right, and you like were, if and someone told you, oh, the U.S. didn't make the, the, the World Cup, I mean, I guess you might be not surprised because you know that we're shit. But when you watch us play, like, we look like, we look like like Stoke City, like we don't aren't good, like, we don't complete passes, we don't have we don't have any attacking threat, we defend like. Swiss it's cheese. It's turning into very like stereotypical yeah. US soccer. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of the root one. Let's just, you know, hit it. Focus on strength and physicality. Speed. It's, you know, Pulisic can only do so much. Yeah, I mean. You can't just rely on one person with technical ability and Michael Bradley making up for the defense's sloppy mistakes. Like, you can't just just rely on these players and get frustrated with the result that we've seen. Yeah, I mean, we don't really have any excuses at all. Like, we, we played don't. a CONCACAF group with the hardest team being Mexico. And, yeah, we tied Mexico, but we had to have a goal that was scored by Bradley, which was arguably, like, one of the goals of the year last year. So uh, we had to have a miracle happen for us to beat them. So We just drop easy points... Not consistent. Don't finish our chances. And honestly, we have the ability to be, to compete at least in the World Cup. I definitely think we have a pool of players. Not necessarily to, success is defined differently by everyone, but frankly, we could have at least least been there. I mean, for me at least, I thought, you know, I thought a measure of success would be like, get out of the knockout stage of the world cup. But, um, but I guess, uh, I guess it's, I guess it's more along the lines of let's qualify for the world cup first, and then we can worry about getting through to the knockout stages. So, 
Um, no, just being in the World Cup would be such a such a gift. Yeah. It is. It's frustrating being a native. Yeah, it is frustrating. But, All these but other you countries. You know what's really? What's really? The, the frustrating thing is when you when you compare, for example, us to a country like Iceland. Yeah. Look at the massive success, and then boil it down to talent pool. Like they have a fraction of the talent that we have. They we have, have a fraction of the population that we have. Right, and I mean that. Yeah. Quantitatively, yeah. not necessarily qualitatively. I mean, they have three hundred thousand people, three hundred fifty, I think, three hundred fifty thousand people, somewhere around that that, that number. And uh, in LA alone, we have probably <laughs> close to ten times that, maybe twelve times that, with three million. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we don't really have an excuse at all. Um, so anyway, let's talk about why that is. Why, why, why are we struggling so much in, in, in international football as a country? Um, and it's kind of taken a downhill turn, which is kind of an odd thing. Like seeing the MLS progress as it has and seeing, uh, some of the youth soccer and a lot of the coaches coming from international, um, origins and coming over and coaching the U S it's kind of interesting to see that we've taken such a, such a, you know, a fall. Um, but yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about why this is. I mean, you could also say we are on a uprising for soccer in America, just because of the, we're starting to recognize that we can rally talent and exposure from overseas. Yep. But honestly, the biggest thing, um, you've made this point before in our discussions, but the culture yeah. in the United States is not surrounding, it's not supporting, I should say, soccer, yeah. or the development of soccer, mm-hmm. because it is put on the back burner. We've got so many sports. It's distracting almost in the sense of being able to develop players, the culture alone, you know, yeah. programs. Academies. I mean, going through, I mean, you and I both have gone through, you know, youth club soccer, high school soccer, college soccer, right? There's a, there's a stigma that comes with, you know, at least when we were playing, which wasn't all too long ago, even though it feels like it, um, around, around soccer players that, you know, were fairies or were less masculine than football Softies. players. Yeah, so Absolutely. We're soft. We're, you know, not as, not as athletic. We're not as cool, right? I mean... And that that must have, for me at least, that must have such an impact on, you know, if you're an athletic kid growing up and, you know, you're five, six, seven years old. Um, you're, do you want to be the manly exactly, man? Exactly. Do you want to be... Or do you want to be like your your dad when you grow up, who you know, exactly. big tough guy? Exactly. The, so I think that I mean I feel like it's slowly starting to change. Is that and you know that'll that'll I, change. I agree. It's it's not as it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean it's not that bad. But uh, it still is. But like it still is. It still has that tone, the back tone. Like in of that yeah. in the UK and in Europe and Spain and Germany and and Belgium and all the big the big European countries. If you're a, if you're a footballer. Like you are cream of the crop, you know. That's like the that's the the coolest job you could have is being in football. You literally get to go play 
football for 90 minutes and get paid to do it. Like, that is, like, the pinnacle of, you know... You're an entertainer. Exactly. Also, again, it comes back to the culture. You're so much more than just an entertainer, too. That put it very... That... that, To put it very bluntly. Uh But you're an icon you're you're someone that's you're something that someone that who's other people look up to revered right for your your talents i mean it's almost like an art form it's respected because of your abilities i mean obviously the level's much higher in in european countries so you get these phenomenal athletes in every sense yeah but they're respected and appreciated in other countries that you don't see in america and you know, chicken or the egg. Is it us or the fact that the players aren't there? You know, are we building into the idea that, you know, we're not good or yeah, I feel like are we not good because of that idea? Yeah. What do you think What do you think are our domestic leagues? Do you think it's just because we don't have enough tradition in our domestic leagues, leagues for, like, massive fan bases to go through generations to build that tradition that culture that that style of football that that whole you know coolness behind behind football do you think it's because of our because of the mls is so young and in such a develop developmental league right now yes i believe it's young in the sense that we haven't ironed out the kinks Mm -hmm. because what I think it is is that there's not an organized pipeline yeah, for kids to go through. In England, you start and you can start in youth programs and essentially work your way up. And you can't exactly do that yeah. in America. You have to, for example, if you're playing college. Mm-hmm or, you know, academically as well, then that's your entire focus. And then doing, switching that border to professional is a little mm-hmm. bit difficult than it is in England. Yeah. Um, if you, you're D1 and you make the draft, then you're lucky enough to avoid that dilemma. But it's there are so many different means from, you know, even AYSO mm-hmm. to club soccer that are you have to jump hurdles and and cross lanes and it's not exactly a direct pipeline for kids to be able to move up and and get the recognition or develop the skills consistently enough that they do anything i mean it's the joke that you we all made in in college right it's the student athlete joke i mean it's student comes first we always used to call ourselves athlete students because you know (laughs) we cared way more about we cared way more about our football than we did you know academics and whether that's a and good almost, thing or not, I mean, it plays into how we're producing players. Like, remember when we went to Holland and we visited Ajax and their training ground, They, the youth players would come off the pitch and they would go to school, but the school was on the Ajax training ground. They had their own school at Ajax. Like, they were, it was so, it was so integrated and football was was equal to school and school was equal to football and there was equal time spent. And I think that's exactly it because even just recognizing like we said athlete student is because we wanted to play at the highest level that we could. Yeah. We don't we don't have that fast track that or that direct path that is so 
scarce in America. Yeah. That's a little more common in, you know, England, for example. Mm-hmm. So in order to keep moving up the ladder, we have to incorporate that with our academics, and which basically made us create that joke that we're athletes, students. Yeah, and I feel like we're filtering out so many possible world-class players, right? Like, because you have to have a certain grade point average and SAT scores to get into college to be able to play at that level, there's a lot of kids that just can't do it. They just, they're just not, they're just not built that way, right? For, for academics and they might be an incredible athlete, but if they don't have, if they don't have their GED and the grades and the, and the SAT scores, they're not going to get to, they're not going to get an opportunity like the rest of the, of the football players, right? It's, it's just, yeah, it's not to say that you can't get the education if you play the football, you just have to have the means to exactly. And if you don't have the means to play football, it's either you go pro or you better be smart exactly. and to try to get to that level. Exactly. And you have to be damn good or smart and have the drive and, and be damn good. It's kind of like so it's we're just shooting ourselves in the foot, I feel like, sometimes with our with our with our uh, with our youth. We're, we're not fostering our, the culture properly yeah. because we're we're making it not to say that you shouldn't have an emphasis on education. Yeah. But there's you know there's a, a line between emphasizing education and excluding those who aren't smart from Definitely. opportunity or not smart you know gifted yeah and unlike high school politi- politically and unlike <laughs> high school you can always go back and get your degree right and I think people just you know <laughs> we're so we're so straight out of high school go to college like we're so dead set on that <laughs> that I feel like it's hurting a lot of athletes chances for um for maybe going in and training with a pro team or um youth academies or um you know making their way up in the ranks of a of a of a professional team absolutely i mean those are some of the best years of an athlete's life i mean look at all the other countries england's having you know breakout stars that are that would be of college age that wouldn't be eligible to even play professionally what about what about um, the role and we kind of touched on this earlier the role of other sports in in in, uh, in our players um, playing soccer like our some of our best athletes aren't are not playing soccer as um, as kids. Now I've got a little up. a little counter argument mm-hmm. for you. So, is that our best athletes aren't playing soccer, or are they the best athletes because they've had that other sport? So, not to say, I mean, I think definitely if we had, you know one or two less major sports then we'd be able to get I mean soccer would have a, a larger talent pool because there would be more of an emphasis and you know I guess less choices that put it puts it kind of negatively but it then allows for more people to effectively choose from 
when you're, you know, selecting a national team. Okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's an important point. Um that, you know, maybe, you know, it's not like dad uh, um saw that you were you were killing it in sports as a six, seven, eight year old and was like, Oh no, you're not gonna play soccer, you're gonna play basketball. I think it's just, you know, what you naturally fall into. Um, I think um I think it definitely plays a role, but um yeah. The the argument though for like like what if LeBron James played goalkeeper or you know or um oh what's his name? What if Steve Nash yeah, played Steve soccer? Nash played center midfielder, just the awareness of of uh Who knows? him his playing basketball. It's obviously like, got I mean, I think Steve Nash is a, a great example. You yeah. know, that guy had obvious soccer talent. And imagine if he'd played, you know, how good would he have been? You've got all those questions. Yeah. Or like a wide receiver for um, an NFL team playing a winger, right? Like there's, there's just lots of lots of comparisons that you can make. Um, Usain Bolt on Borussia Dortmund. But. I mean, you see that. And I mean, that's, that, I definitely think that, I mean, that also kind of leads into like, you know, that's, that could be part of a problem, right? Is that we're so focused, like, and, and you can attest to this and I can do, I can as well, is that in college, like all the D1 schools, all the ones that were filtering the pro teams and then, and the MLS teams and, and the U.S. national team, um, especially for the Olympics, cause they sent you the younger squad there, the D1 schools are all looking for it's almost as if they sign athletes first and then turn them into soccer players second, right? And there's such an emphasis on on physicality and fitness and... Um, but keep in mind, it's not you're, like you're signing someone with two left feet. Obviously, they've got exceptional talent, but all things considered... No, yeah, I agree with just, you, yeah. But I mean, like... Yeah, just want to emphasize that. But I mean, like, yeah. there's players... There's there's players that are phenomenal players because of how how they how they interpret the game and they use their brain to play the game. They might not be as tall, right? Or they might not be as physical, or they might not be able to jump as high, or or hit the ball as hard, right? But because they're so phenomenal, they could easily play at that level. But we're not promoting that in in our in our college leagues in our in our um, uh, youth development leagues because everybody else is six foot two and just muscling people off the ball, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's almost like they don't want to put in the effort to develop the kids. Yeah. It's so much easier to get, you know, these guys that play root one ball, which is the culture. And yeah, seriously. I mean, when we played Stanford, it was just center backs get the ball, pass it a few times, maybe into the six, back to the center back, and then Jordan Morris making a run over the top and just hit it into space and hope he gets there and does something insane, which he did a lot of the times. But I just feel like that that's such an ineffective way of playing. I mean, it works for some teams and it works in specific situations, but... But it can't work all the time either yeah, way. it's... The, the culture of, of college soccer definitely plays into how we play as a national team. And I, that brings up the question of, like, there's gonna, probably going to be a vacancy in, in, 
in in the U.S. national team coaching position. I think there is right now. Um, who are you going to bring in? Are you going to bring in a a guy like Bruce Arena or um, Bob Bradley, just a, a typical American um, soccer you, football or, coach? Are you going to spearhead a, a change in direction for the entire exactly U.S. soccer image? I mean, if I was if I was on the board of the U.S. soccer, that's what I would be looking at right now. Is trying to figure out a way to hire somebody who's going to bring a completely new atmosphere to the team. Just switch it up. What's the worst that could happen, yeah. right? I mean, you know, we've got four years. In a couple of years, exactly. Like we've got probably fifteen friendlies in those four years, twenty friendlies in those four years to try and prepare, try and see what works, see what doesn't. I mean. I know in the recent friendlies they were they had a really really young squad, and that was really nice to see actually because I think that's the direction that we need to go in. I think we need to get away from and not to not to uh, not to um, go against anything that you know Clint Dempsey and Michael Bradley and Beasley and and um, Jermaine uh, Jermaine Jones have done for the U.S. national team, but. You know, I think it's I think it's kind of an end of an era. It's it's time to move on. It's time to get some fresh some fresh blood into the team and let them fight it out. I agree. It's it was good, but it's still just we just need something new. We need new blood, like you said. We we need to mix things up. It's just not working anymore. It's just. Try something new. How great would it be to have someone like Pep Guardiola come in and coach the national team? Could you imagine, imagine. the bounds that he would make with the team? For the nation. For the, yeah, for the country. It'd be... It, it'd change... Hey, Guardiola... A coach of that magnitude could have such an influence. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at... Imagine once we become a benefactor to soccer as a nation mm-hmm. imagine the influences we would have just from our growth alone. I wonder if we would ever hire a I wonder if we would ever hire a uh, an international manager a foreign manager like we hired your uh, what's his name um Jurgen Klinsmann. Klinsmann, but no. he was American, dude. Like he was. <laughs> yeah, I, he was like. That's the closest thing we'll get. Yeah, I, I just am curious. Like, I, w- I wonder if we would. He lived down here. He went. He went. Yeah, he he lives down in uh he lives down in the L.A. area. He my uh I see him actually all the time going out like in our area that he seems to. Uh, I see him get the mail. Yeah, nobody recognizes yeah. him because nobody coffee. pays attention to soccer. Yeah, who would have known? Who would have known? Um, so just to recap um, US men's national team obviously didn't make the World Cup um, highly highly disappointing um, lots of work that's going to be needed but it is to be expected yeah, in all honesty until some, some big changes happen because I mean I can tell you right now if we did make the World Cup this past year we would have not made it out of the group we would have struggled no. Absolutely so much. not, and it would have, it could have, it potentially might have been even more embarrassing. But 
that's where we are as a country uh, with our national team. Um, so, I mean, hopefully in the next few years we 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 start building our the MLS keeps growing stronger and we start building our our national team pool and you know by what is it going to be twenty twenty two? Is that the next World Cup? Yep. By twenty twenty two, we can field a we can field a squad that's going to compete for at least a qualification. I would hope that's the goal, right? At least. Like Jesus. But I would... But maybe we can develop the the sport in its entirety yeah. at more levels. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it has to be a more holistic view, more holistic effort to try and develop the whole U.S. soccer mm-hmm. entity instead of just... Oh, the national team isn't the national team isn't good. That means the rest of the country isn't good at football, anyways. And it has to have a comprehensive. It has to have comprehensive um, reconstruction. Yeah, it just can't be like on all fronts. A new and yeah, like you know, we we should the tones need to change in school. Yeah, we need to maybe another topic for another day would be uh, implementing a. Relegation and and uh, promotion into our into our domestic leagues. I think that would help a lot too. But that's a topic for another day. Definitely, it's a whole other beast. That is a whole other piece. All right, thanks guys. Really appreciate you joining the podcast. Um, please, please, please subscribe and comment. Let us know what you thought. Um, follow us on a like. Yep. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we post a lot of uh, cool, funny, awesome stuff on there. Um, and, uh, Great videos, uh, cool pics, you know, all the good yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, thanks thanks for joining, and uh, we really appreciate it. All right, see you guys. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in and listening to Two Lads Football Podcast. If you guys like what you heard and want to hear more, hit that subscribe button and join the Two Lads family. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Two Lads Podcast. We want to hear from you guys, and we'll also be posting some great content.